believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Welcome, everyone. I am not Dr. Dolores, but I have the honor and the privilege to introduce her to the Inspired Choices Network. This is her first show with us, and I am Christine McIver. I'm the CEO of the network, and I get to introduce her to everyone and, and speak with her and interview her on her first show. So welcome, Dr. Dolores, to your show. Well, thank you, Christine. I'm just so excited to be here. It's just like, oh my goodness, this is like really happening. And it's just like, thank you so much. It, it absolutely is really happening. We've got a lot to cover today, and uh, but we're going to dance wherever you want to dance because this is all about you today. How does well, that sound? Thank, that sounds like, you know, who knows where it's going to take us. So it's who just like, we just keep our minds open and keep carrying on. Yes. Well, today's show is Embrace Your Inner Ally, Becoming Your Own Best Friend. So I'm going to read the notes that you had written for today, and then I'm going to read your full bio, and then we're going to go. Sound good? Sounds perfect. Thank you. All right. So embrace your inner ally, becoming your own best friend. Discover the power of embracing your inner ally in this transformative show. Today on the Dr. Dolores Show, we are going to talk about how to embrace your inner ally, becoming your own best friend to guide you on a journey of self-discovery and self-compassion. Through insightful discussions and practical techniques, we delve into the essence of nurturing a healthy relationship with yourself. In this episode, we explore ways to strengthen your self-esteem and build a foundation of self-support. Listen and gain wisdom on topics ranging from mindfulness and self-care to overcoming self-doubt and embracing vulnerability. By embracing your inner ally, you'll embark on a path towards self-love and authenticity. So here we are with Dr. Dolores, myself, Christine McIver, and we're going to embark on empowering expedition towards personal growth and mental well-being. I love, love, love that. So I'm going to also now share every with everyone Dr. Dolores' bio so we know who is this amazing lady anyways. So Dr. Dolores Fazzino is a nurse practitioner, a medical intuitive, energy whisperer, and a remarkable and multifaceted healthcare visionary, captivating audiences worldwide with extraordinary expertise and groundbreaking approach to healing. As a trailblazing nurse practitioner, she has spent decades at the forefront of modern medicine, leaving an indelible mark on patient care and well-being. As a bridge between the physical and spiritual realms, Dr. Fasino's journey into the metaphysical realm sets her apart as a true visionary. Known as the energy whisperer, she has tapped into the subtle energies connecting the mind, body, and soul, enabling her to perceive the hidden aspects of health and wellness. As a medical intuitive, Dr. Dolores delves into the core of alignment, unraveling the intricacy tapestry of healing pathways. Her remarkable insights have facilitated profound transformation 
transformations in the lives of countless individuals, transcending conventional boundaries, allowing people to heal in ways they never thought possible. With the powerful blend of science and spirituality, Dr. Dolores continues to inspire and empower audiences worldwide, unlocking the secrets of holistic healing and illuminating the extraordinary potential within each of us. Embracing her wisdom is to embark on a transformative journey towards holistic well-being and limitless vitality. You can connect with Dr. Dolores on her website at drdoloresfazino, that is D-R-D-O-L-O-R-E-S-F-A-Z-Z-I-N-O.com. That was a lot of amazing information to really digest. And, and I love the part about how you are a bridge between these, between these worlds that rarely do touch. Am I correct? You know, Christine, you are. And the good news is, is that the bridges are starting to get built more stable across those modalities, whereas 50 years ago, not so much. Mm-hmm. You know, because in healthcare, for the longest time, you know, Western medicine trained people like myself, I was Western medicine trained, would only look at the physical and the spiritual was some woo woo thing out in the stratosphere that nobody thought about, or if you did, it was considered quackery. But the beauty is now it's being recognized by science and integrated into a lot of research as well. So this is a good thing. And it's Wonderful to witness this progress in my career, at least. So that I can't even imagine what it's like for you. I mean, it's it's been a ride. <laughs> How many years have you been nursing? I've been in the healthcare arena. I had to sit down and figure out 45 years. Holy mackerel. I know. Isn't that's just to me, that's mind-boggling in itself. And just to be able to be alive and witness all the changes that have evolved over that period of time. I mean, considering that in the surgical realm, which is one of my niches in uh, in nursing, is that we used to do procedures that, you know, pretty much were open incisions. I call them from stem to stern, chest to, you know, pelvis and do the operation. And now everything is so minimally invasive that we do things robotically and with minor, minor uh, incisions. But yet we had we could see a whole different world in 3D with the robot, which is incredible. That is incredible. I mean, the changes for individuals and the healing that must be so different today. Definitely, because I remember a time when I first graduated from my first job out of nursing school in the 80s, we would have people come in days before their actual operation, have their operation and stay for three weeks after to recover. Not so much these days, it's like like drive-through surgery basically. You're in, you're out, get on with it. What's... You're out, get on with it, exactly. So, wow. you know, it, to witness all of this has been huge. And also just to see the evolution of how the more holistic approach to health and wellness has been coming through, particularly, you know, maybe over the last 20 years when it was introduced by, you know, Andrew Weil and Deepak Chopra and bridging that gap as well to blend the two together. So it's really 
an exciting time to be alive to witness this, for me at least, to be, it, and to be part of it. It certainly is. So was there a transformative event in your life that that transpired that had you choose to go into healthcare? Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> um, you know, I think everybody has one of those um, aha moments or pivot points in their life. And for me, believe it or not, I was as a teenager on a trajectory to become a concert clarinetist of all things. So um, I had no interest in going into healthcare at all. And what was happening in my childhood in tandem to, you know, being uh, channeling my emotions into music so I could pretty much cope with my childhood. My father had been ill in the 60s. He had back surgery and had acquired a hospital infection, which in the 60s was pretty much a death sentence because they didn't have the, um, the techniques or the medications or the ability to heal that um, as we do today. And, you know, he was, um, that was his own journey as well. Mm -hmm. And what had happened was he did recover from that episode, but in 1970 to 1975, every year it seemed like, and it happened four separate times, when his immune system got compromised, he would go into this whole sequela again and have to be in the hospital for two months, have operations and almost be on his deathbed. So my childhood was like this emotional roller coaster. So music for me was my way to cope. Now right. it wasn't until it wasn't until the fourth episode of this, my mom started exploring alternative modalities of healing. And she came across a man who was from Carroll, Michigan. We grew up in Connecticut. And um, he offered healing, you know, laying of hands. He was a minister mm -hmm. and um, was being written up in a, a local paper in regards to his capability of healing his, uh, his uh, brother from leukemia. And so my mom was all over this. My dad, not so much. But long story short, Reverend Holmes came to our home in Connecticut and um, I don't know how he knew this, but my dad had one leg that was shorter than the other. And um, he said to my father, I noticed your leg, you know, one's shorter than the other. Um, my dad used to wear a lift in his shoes, but he was barefoot. So I don't know how this man knew this, but he did. And he asked my father after he sat down to put both his feet up. And sure enough, there was a one inch gap between the longer and the shorter foot. So he said some prayers over my father. And not even two minutes later, he said to my father, Joe, please put both your feet up. And I kid you not, they were both the same length. No way. Yes way. For me in that moment, my life changed forever. I knew that it was my initiation, basically, in retrospect, that it was my mission in this lifetime to bridge the physical with the spiritual and the invisible with the invis with the visible. Now, my dad sobbed like a baby because he was the biggest skeptic and he needed to have visual, um, a visual that something was actually happening. More prayers were said over my father and he was instructed to sleep. And as we know, when any massive energy work is going on in our energy field, we need to sleep to process, reboot our computer, so to say. So mm -hmm. 
our energy level is a, at a higher frequency to match that new frequency. My dad returned back to the hospital and he had a CAT scanner and they couldn't find any evidence of his um, condition. And he never had to have any other um, surgeries or interventions around that. And he never had to revisit that. And he passed away about 12 years ago at the age of 80. Oh, so, yeah, so that was my um, initiation, if you want to call it that. And I've always been an empath, intuitive, and highly sensitive person ever since I was a child. So, you know, for me, this was like the next step on my journey. Um, and so it, and it's been a journey. <laughs> it really, really has been. So you went into the medical field. When did you start to integrate or did you do it simultaneously, the spiritual aspects? Um, I would have to say, Christina, it was simultaneously. Hmm. Um, I was doing this simultaneously because I always was a spiritual type of person. I just was connected very differently than a lot of people around me. And I just knew things, you know, without knowing why is just like one of those deep seated wisdom aspects that kind of comes through and was actually part of who I am. So it was just about me allowing that to come through without allowing other people to take that or take that away from you, uh, which many people did. I was going to say, that <laughs> sounds like there was some challenges there for you. Oh, yes. But that, you know, looking back on things, it was all part of my journey and how right. I needed to have that experience in order to be where I am now. Well done. Well done. If you can imagine, we're already up to our first break. Oh, my so, goodness. <laughs> I'm telling you, time's going to fly. So when we get back uh, after the break, I want to start to really look at what we're talking about today more deeply. Um, uh, about embracing your inner ally and becoming your own best friend. So everyone, do not go anywhere. Do not touch that dial. You want to stick around and hear more from our wonderful host, Dr. Dolores Fazzino here on the Inspired Choices Network on her show called The Dr. Dolores Show. So stick around. We will be right back. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Vizzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresvizzino.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Yes, you are listening to the Dr. Dolores Show, and I am Christine McIver. I'm interviewing, having a conversation, learning more about Dr. Dolores here on her show. And today we're talking about Embrace Your Inner Ally, Becoming Your Own Best Friend. So in the first segment, you really started to tell us about what was going on and how you bridged in your own life the the medical medical field and the spiritual field and and the big event that happened for you which is outstanding i just i'm so happy that that did for you and for your father and and i'm sure for your mother as well because it could have been a very different world in your family if if that had not occurred um i'm curious to know how that pre priest minister how he, uh, he was a minister reverend yes he minister reverend how he came to this knowledge that that would be fascinating to sit down and have a conversation with him um if he's still around <laughs> it certainly i would. have a funny feeling he's probably made his transition but he had been doing that work and this is in 1975 for at least 25 years prior so he was doing this work in the 50s and of course you know you look at where we are today in contrast to the 1970s and the 1950s, it would, there was a big gap between what we know and what was considered really out there and probably, you know, quackery. So it's nice to see that the divide is kind of coming and it's meeting in the middle yes. um, about a lot of things, complementary and alternative. Thank goodness. Absolutely. Thank goodness. Yes. I'm, I'm glad that he, he said yes to that. I'm glad that he definitely kept moving in that direction. So you must have actually been embracing your inner ally when you started to merge the two wor worlds together. And you know what? That's very true. You know, I have learned my life has been like, you know, I, I do my best to walk my talk because I feel as a coach and a practitioner that I could best serve people when I am doing the inner work as well. And trust me, we are all on a journey, not a destination. And there are things that come up for me on a daily basis that may trigger you, push your buttons or whatever, that you say, mm, isn't that interesting? And you have to wheel yourself back and work with what is coming up. Now, early on, that was a whole different scenario because we're so geared to respond, not respond, but react to things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we do it automatically. And when you're able to work with what is happening and shift that to something different, that's where the magic happens. That's where you're in the most control. And, you know, we talk about being our own best friend. You know, so many of us, treat a stranger on the street better than we treat ourselves. It's so unfortunate. It is, but it's the truth. And 
you know, growing up that way, yes, you know, we're codependent. A lot of us were raised to be codependent, put everybody else first, and you come maybe at the end of your list, or if you make the list, great. Usually you didn't even make the list, but that was the expectation. And, you know, growing up, I was a big codependent um, because that's what it was put upon me. And it was like a lot of ancestral stuff. So there was a lot of piece, moving pieces going on that you're maneuvering through and really trying to define who you are. Because a lot of times when you're a little different, society tries to squash you into the box so you fit in. Mm -hmm. And I think many of us in the audience have had that experience where you know, we're in families or social situations or our cultural situations where what would the neighbors think if blah, 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 blah. So we all had to conform and be like these robots that on the outside, everybody looked the same. But on the inside, that's where the turmoil was really happening. And that's within our our homes as well. You know, the white picket fence, but you step inside the door of somebody's house and it's a hellhole. I, you know, it's so true. I was raised with, you know, I'm the ninth of 10 children and uh, there was a lot of energy running around. And yeah. I can recall, uh, you know, since growing into an adult, I chose a very different path than everyone else in my family. And my mother, who was still living when I was an adult, totally embraced it. But siblings did not so much. And so, you know, they really wanted to, you know, they saw me as the baby girl and really thought, you know, get get into your line. And it's interesting how today I just look at it and I can't believe that I couldn't be anything different than I am today. Yeah. I, I certainly couldn't be that person that they wanted me to be. And it sometimes makes me curious when we are wanting someone else to get into a box, what is happening within us? that we're I do believe what you're saying that most of us are in turmoil yeah you know well and you know I think the other thing too is that we are born very innocent we have a sense of who we are when we're born yet in whatever situation that we've chosen to experience in this lifetime sets us up to if you embrace that and look beyond what you're going through when you get to the end point, you can look back and see how all the dots lined up to get you to where you're at currently. So, you know, yeah, sometimes they're hellacious situations we've been in or not the most pleasant, yet it's how we maneuver through that, the wisdom that we gain from that to get us to where we're at now. Because if I told you that, you know, in my life, you know, you know, you had to be a, you had to be a certain way. And for me, public speaking was like, oh, my God, no, this is never going to happen. Now it's like, bring it on. It's just like, you know, you grow into it, you get comfortable with it. You it's almost as if. It's an opportunity. I always tell people if there's like a oh, my God, it's scaring the crap out of me. You should be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, because it's like this is your your soul calling out to you to take the next step, but yet we play small. I love that. Free. Say that again. Say that again. It's about, you know, the universe telling us that it's time to show up and play big and it's, it's time to stop playing small. I love you that. Yeah. I love that. 
So you said that it, it, we what we need to be doing is really strengthening our self-esteem and build a foundation of self-support. How do we go about doing that? Well, you know what? That's an interesting thing. And I think it's going to be different for a lot of people. I think for some people, it's learning how to spend time with yourself and get to know who you are. Like Christine spends time with Christine to find out what Christine's all about. Dolores spends time with Dolores so she could have a relationship with herself. Mm -hmm. Because for many people, we disconnect from ourselves and we're looking outside in the external for parts of what we think we should be when in essence, we have everything within ourselves. Sometimes it's very challenging to look within and to embrace that because for some, for whatever reason that is, we're afraid to go there thinking that it's Pandora's box. And once the lid goes open, you're never going to be able to shut it. But the thing is, you know, the important thing to remember that is not true. When we are able to spend some time with ourselves and get to be friends with ourselves, get to know yourselves, it's almost like dating yourself. You know, what does Dolores (laughs) like to do? What does, does Dolores not like to do? What is Dolores's body telling her? What is her inner wisdom telling her? In order to get and embrace those parts of ourselves, we have to be with ourselves. This doesn't happen externally, folks. For a lot of people, you know, they think, oh, you know, if I only had the best job or if I was, I'd be happy. Well, maybe temporarily you will be, but you'll go back to that cycle of not being happy and miserable or whatever that is. It's when you come within and you're able to create something from within yourself, you are able to Uh, move forward with a lot more ease and grace and you're in alignment with who you are now I know this sounds a little on the abstract side so let me see if I could clarify it a little bit the longest relationship you're ever going to have in your life is the one you have with yourself okay so how's that going are you feeding are you feeding your body nutritious things are you feeding your mind positive things our self-talk could be less than desirable sometimes. When we say, you know, we are beating ourselves up, what we say in the silence of our mind affects your overall health and well-being. Do you believe that? Mm. That's the truth. I completely do. Oh, yeah. Look at the work of Dr. Mazzaro Emoto. He studied water. Our body's composition is at least 75% water. Now, we know when we label a vessel of water with love or appreciation to look under it, you know, the crystal formation under a microscope, it's beautiful. When you label a vessel of water, I hate you, war, it's fragmented, distorted. So just look at it, transfer that over to you physically. When you're saying something in your mind and it's not positive, you're labeling your vessel of water, your body with that, and it's changing the whole pathophysiology of your body. 100%. Oh my God. It's, it's a game changer. So, you know, be aware of what you say to yourself. And also I think the most important thing is experience your emotions. Mm -hmm. There's so many people that don't want to feel 
and our society has been programmed into not wanting to feel. Yet feeling is like the secret sauce of our soul. Oh, that's beautiful. That's that is so so beautiful. I have got a couple of questions that are jumping in my head, and we are at our next break. So I will try to recall, recall those when we get back after break. This is such a great conversation. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for joining us and thank you for showing up to, to really contribute to us even more because even those that have already been on a big spiritual journey could, I believe, have more of a checkup from the neck up absolutely about our self-talk. So <laughs> you are listening to the Dr. Dolores show with Dr. Dolores on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be back right after this break. Don't go anywhere, my friends. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Vizzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to dolores at drdoloresvizzino.com. Now, back to the program. Oh, this has been so good. I can't believe we're like halfway through the show. But before we jump back into the conversation, Dr. Loris, tell us how people can get in touch with, with you, contact you, and what kind of work they can do with you. Oh, thank you, Christine. Yes. Um, you could reach out to me at Dolores at drdoloresfazino.com. And I spelled Dolores, D-O-L-O-R-E-S at Dr. D-R-D-O-L-O-R-E-S. Fazino, F as in Frank, A double Z as in zebra, I N O dot com. And I do a one on one coaching. It's all virtual. I have clientele from all over the world. I also work with people, if you know of anybody who is scheduled to have surgery and wants to have a successful surgery experience. As we know, surgery is just the physical, but there's the mental, emotional, and spiritual that are underneath all that. And if we could heal that up pretty well and you have the surgery, it's like, you know, a slam dunk to lasting health and true wellness. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. I'm totally putting that into the memory bank. Absolutely keeping that there. That's fabulous. Okay. So in the last segment, we were, we started to dive in about the, 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 um, 
the self-esteem. And, and you had said at one point, when we start to dive into getting to know who we are, sometimes we're afraid to go there because it's like Pandora's box. We're afraid it's going to really, well, I can recall uh, as I started on my spiritual journey, I was working with, you know, a spiritual guide uh, in the physical form. And I, I, as I started to go down that road and I started to learn more about myself, I got really frustrated and I actually recall saying to her, I wish I could unknow what I know today. Oh. And that, of course, was my experience. I'm sure it's not unlike many other people that there is a point that it's it's a lot. You know, and it is. And the other thing I want to add to what you're saying, Christine, it's like once you're awake, you cannot go back to sleep. Right. Okay. That's just the way it is. And. And that's, there's a reason why this has happened. It's about, it's like you becoming more aligned with who you are at a soul's level. Mm. A lot of times we are that way when we're born. And we, like I was saying, I'm going to reiterate this. We're raised in situations and families where that gets skewed a little bit or out of alignment, or we have to bypass that in order to survive our childhood. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, things happen maybe when we're in our, our 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s, or even, you know, older, where all of a sudden we wake up and life isn't working the way we thought it was. It's like what had been working before no longer is working. And yeah. it's like, that's where the frustration comes. And it's about, it's an invitation if you're brave enough to go deeper because you are actually getting an upgrade. When you're hitting a wall like that, I think we get frustrated. And, you know, that for me is a telltale sign of when a client is actually going to move through something rather quickly and profound, because it's almost like you hit that wall and it's like you almost are at the point of like, I just throw my hands up and surrender to it. And maybe that's what the act of surrendering energetically is. And next thing you know, they're catapulted into the next um, experience for themselves. Oh, yeah. And I think, Christine, you could relate to that. Is that true? 100%. You're, yeah. you're just, I think you're reading my mind. So <laughs> there was a, a very interesting, and I'm sure that you can, there was a very interesting <laughs> incident that happened maybe about a year after um, having that moment of frustration where I physically was in a car accident. And this was my fourth mm -hmm. car accident. Um, I'm an excellent driver. I, none of these were my, my fault. Um, it was a very small accident. There wasn't a huge, um, you know, physical uh, impact on my body uh, or on my vehicle. But I was so frustrated. I was like, come on, because, you know, you've got to go through the insurance and yeah. you, all of that stuff you have to go through. I had whiplash that got re-triggered and all the rest of it. And I and I was just, I literally threw up my hands and I was like, why does this keep happening? And my spiritual teacher said, because you're not listening, you're not paying attention. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I could recall doing, I'm listening. I'm completely listening. I'm wide awake. I'm listening. I remember doing that because I'm like, done. I am done. No more of this, guys. And um, frustrating, yes. Was I awake? Yes. Mm. I, I will never, ever go down that track again because that was not fun. And like you say, you actually, once you're awake, you cannot go back to sleep again. No, you can't. So it's maybe impossible. I was trying to go back to sleep. 
Well, you know, I could, I understand the frustration and I'm going to just piggyback and share a personal story because I think it'll really, you know, hit home. Probably about 12, 13 years ago, I was going through a, a bump in the road, so to say. And, you know, you ask the universe for things and you connect and I finally screamed. I got so frustrated one day. I was sitting in my kitchen looking out the window. I said, if you hear me, just give me a sign because I just am over this. So out of the corner of my eye, I see something drop from the sky onto the pavement. Okay, there's no trees above where this is, nothing. And I go out there and it wasn't a feather. It was a whole raven's wing. Oh, yeah. I sat there and I looked at it. I took a stick and was poking at it. I'm like, and so I humbly went back into, into the house and I could hear them laughing. I said, okay, thank you. I guess you can hear me. <laughs> so the thing, because sometimes you just wonder, you keep asking yes. and, you know, and it's just like, you know what, are you listening to me? And they were, so they do have a sense of humor. Um, and that was, my another initiation that I just need to trust and just mm. be patient and just allow things to unfold because it's not thy will, it's God's will, really. Yeah, right, right. You know? And the timing thing, you might as well just throw that out because it's supposed to happen when it's happening, yes. or when it's ever going to happen. And it could be time is a real earth concept, it doesn't exist anyplace else. And linear time as we know it is starting to collapse. And that's probably for another conversation, but past, present and future are all happening simultaneously, not only in this lifetime, but in previous lifetimes and future lifetimes. So whatever you do in this moment has the capacity of healing the past, but also creating the future. Oh, I love that. How does that work? Um, it's, I wouldn't say it's jumping timelines. Time is collapsing. The concept of time has collapsed. When we talk about the poles shifting, like in 2012 at the end of the Mayan calendar, yes, the poles that shifted past, present, and future, past, present, and future. Those are the poles that shifted the timeline, meaning that time is sped up. So if you notice since 2012, we have, it seems like time goes by like this. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Because, you know, it's almost like we're on 14 hour days now in contrast to what we had 24, 24, because things are happening so quickly and rapidly. I can't believe it. I, I, honestly, I say this so often. It's like, how is it, you know, how is it already August? How yeah, is it 2023? Like, this is <laughs> absolutely crazy. It, 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 but this makes so much sense. Karen's saying in the chat room the same thing. That makes so much sense. No, but it's the truth. And And so, and I think you're going to see it collapse even more. So, as we continue to grow and ascend as humanity evolves, it's going to get less and less. So time is totally irrelevant because it's flexible. Have you ever been running late and you say, I'm always going to be on time and you're always on time. <laughs> I mean, I haven't worn a watch in 35 years. That's how I run my life and I'm never late. So I love that. I love you know? that. Yeah. You talked about how we need to learn how to have self-support. Yes. How do we do that? How do we give ourselves support when maybe there's listeners out there right now who are struggling, struggling in their relationships, maybe with their body, maybe with their businesses? How do we do that? 
You know, the easiest thing I can tell you is doing a mindful activity, okay? Mindful activities could be as formal as sitting down and, and meditating and chanting to being out in nature. It's those activities that when you start doing that, all time gets lost. Time goes by, you know, like if you get, I have these apps on my phone that are coloring books and jigsaw puzzles and stuff. It's like, I could do those for hours and get totally lost. It's like whatever's going to get you in the present moment. Being in nature is a great way. Go outside, ground your feet, go, go barefoot outside on the grass if you're able to do that. If you have grass, if you have concrete, you could still do that. It's just going to feel funny. But, <laughs> but the thing is, is to ground your body and be fully present. Mindful activities have a tendency to do that. When we look at our parents' and grandparents' generation, they were doing mindful activities, believe it or not. You know, knitting, crocheting, mm. mindful activity. It's made a renaissance too. A lot of people do that now. These are activities that keep you present in the moment. Okay, That's you lose all sense of, of time. Some people like to paint. Some people like to create music. Some people like to spend time with their animals. Animals will keep you in the present moment, <laughs> bar none. They're the definition of in the moment. They don't worry about what happened yesterday or, or what's going to happen tomorrow. They're right here, right now. And they will let you know when they're hungry, right here, right now, <laughs> or when they want to play. They'll bring your toy right here, right now. So anything that you could connect with in that aspect. And I invite people to explore that. If you find an activity that you like to do, for some people, it's dancing. Some people, it's driving in a car, going on a road trip. Me, that's a mindful activity. I love going and driving, you know, eight hours to Sedona or 12 hours up to Mount Shasta. I live in Southern California. So to me, a road trip is a mindful activity because what a mindful activity does gets you in your body. When you're in your body, you're, you can connect with your higher self, your intuition. Sometimes this is where you get the most incredible intuitive hits of what's next for you or some right. great ideas. We've all been there. And you have to be in your body for that to happen. True. When I drive, I often have the radio off. Me too. Because I like the silence when I'm, you know, busy working, working. But I do find I have space in my head then when I am driving and I love to drive. Yeah. So it's it's a great activity. Um, next week, you're going to be talking about awakening your potential, being in the present moment. So that was, that was perfect. A perfect segue <laughs> to next week. Yes. yes, that's fantastic. So what would you say to someone who is struggling with even being able to find the time to to really just take a moment with themselves? What's one simple little thing they can do in their busy, busy lives? Well, you know, when I started, I meditate for probably at least an hour a day. I sit in silence because that's me having a board meeting with my CEO of me. And that's where I get all my information. Um, I would say do what you can to sit and set the timer for five minutes. And for those five minutes, just sit and and just don't do a thing. Just sit in silence. Five minutes isn't that long, but for people who are trying to learn a new skill, it could seem like an eternity. Yes. 
I recommend that. I also recommend listening to music. 528 Hertz is um, Silguario um, modality of, of uh, sound waves and stuff. And it's a very um, healing frequency. And it's good for restorative and also for getting your body in balance and for healing. That's fabulous. 528 Hertz. You could get any of that on YouTube and just listen to it in the background. This will help shift that as well. Do you need to listen to that um, with volume? Can you listen to it without volume? You could listen to, it's probably better to have like low volume in the background. Because I'm just thinking for people that work, um, when I'm working, I can't listen to music and work. Yeah. But maybe if I had it on a low volume, you know, low volume, like background music, like really low, you're still yeah. getting benefit. And, you know, cool. This is a cool fact, too. You could even play that. There's tracks that are like eight, nine hours long. You could play that while you're sleeping. Right. In the background. And actually, you'd be surprised how um, restored you feel in the morning when you wake up and you'll probably sleep very well, too. Oh, that's great. I love that. Well, we are up to our final break of the show. This is such a great conversation. I'm looking forward to many of the shows that you've already posted that you're going to be doing. I mean, I'm going to be here with my journal writing everything down. <laughs> so <Thank> everyone, <laughs> don't go don't go away. We're going to be back with uh, Dr. Dolores Pacino in just a moment. moment. You're listening to the Dr. Dolores Show on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at DrDoloresFazzino.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Yes, you are listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Christine McIver, the CEO of the Inspired Choices Network, where Dr. Dolores' show is now being hosted. If you would like to connect with Dr. Dolores, you can email her, Dolores, at drdoloresvizino.com. Also, you can download the Inspired Choices Network phone app on your your favorite phone app and you can have it right on your phone you can listen to any of the shows on demand as well so all of the shows that she's going to be having you'll be able to listen to wherever you'd like to go with your phone or you can connect and find her on more than 400 platforms going forward her voice and her video will be out there everywhere for people to engage with and learn from and that's a gift to the world so I'm excited I'm excited for you Dr. Dolores and all of our listeners and viewers as well so we're going, we're just, we've only got a few minutes left in the show, but 
Is there anything that we didn't cover that you were thinking about covering today? Embrace your inner ally, becoming your own best friend. You know, I think the most important thing is to remind people to have some self-compassion for themselves. Mm. Because I think we're, we're just too hard on ourselves. We beat ourselves up and we need to learn how to love ourselves better and put ourselves first because we're important. We have lots of amazing things that and gifts we need to share with the universe. And in order to do that, we need to embrace who we are and you are love and you are valued and you're respected and you, you know, deserve to be appreciated. That's so I love the, um, I love the videos of the parents teaching the children, the young children standing on the bathroom counter, looking in the mirror and giving themselves wonderful talks first thing in the morning. Um, I, I can't imagine what a beautiful gift that that is for those children. And I, I really wish that that could have been something that our parents knew to do for us. Um, it's, it's certainly something that the world could use more of is self-love. Absolutely. Well, and the other thing, too, is that kudos for those parents for doing that, because I think yeah. we go back and this is, talks about ancestral stuff. Nobody knew how to do that. Exactly. Nobody knew how to do that nurturing and, and stuff like that. And it was all survival stuff. So we're in a exciting times. And I, I feel our next generations are going to be the fruit of the wisdom that we've carried through and the shifts and changes that we're creating. Yes, I totally agree with you. So what can people expect from all of the shows that you're going to be bringing to the network? My hope is to inspire, empower, and transform. And, you know, I feel that it's time for everybody to show up in all their greatness. Everybody, like I was saying earlier, has their gifts and the universe needs them now. So please do yourself a favor and show up for yourself, but show up for everybody else that you're going to be helping as well. Yes. I, I put a post out on Facebook um, a couple of weeks ago and I said, the greatest gift we can give our loved ones is to heal ourselves. And, you know, it's also the greatest gift we can give ourselves. Yes. And you know what? The beauty of this is that when we start working on ourselves, I bet you people don't know this. You actually have the capability of healing up to seven generations in the past and seven generations in the future. So just think about that and wrap your mind around that. That's huge. So you could actually help your ancestors heal, even though they're no longer here, because it's all the energy. Wow, that is fascinating. I, uh, that is just like, that's mind blowing. When you think, I mean, how many people don't even know who their seven generations in the past were? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. There was um, was something I learned years ago that when we heal ourselves, the, the people in our family, they start to heal. And I'm like, yeah, you pay the money and you do the work and the people around you start to heal. But little did I know that it's way more than just the people around us, but it's, it's, it's 14 generations. Yeah. And you know, that just is another indicator that this is how energy works. Okay. They're waves. 
when we look at ourselves, Christina, you and I are both dense versions of energy. Okay, higher vibrating uh, frequencies like thoughts, beliefs, it's all energy. Emotions, that's why when people have trapped emotions energetically, it never was experienced. It just stays there. That energy stays there and festers. And right. then it crosses over into the physical. Another conversation for another show. <laughs> we, got, we got lots to look forward to. The other yeah. one that I was thinking of is uh, learning about your knowledge on when someone has a um, an illness in their body mm-hmm. that, you know, how is that, how does that show up in, you know, in the terms of energy and, and the impact that it, that we are having on our own physical body and how we can begin to change that. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, like I was sharing, it's, you know, I work with people who are, wanting to make changes in their lives or they're sick and tired of being sick and tired they've hit their wall be it physically mentally spiritually emotionally and or dimensionally it doesn't matter what i teach is inclusive to everything because it's a foundational piece when you get that foundational piece you everything in your life starts to align to who you are at a soul's level that's exciting yeah that really is exciting you know, it feels like there's been a lot of heavy things going on in the world and a lot of heavy things going on and difficult challenges for people. Um, Do you feel like we're kind of getting through the sludge and and collectively starting to move beyond that? I do, Christine. And, you know, what I tell people is that for the longest time, there's been a lot of hidden things, unconscious things in our world. Yes. Okay. Our frequency and energy of humanity is raised enough where now we're vibrating at a higher frequency. And now there's a big beacon of light showing on the dark areas that were hidden uh, or the unconsciousness coming into consciousness. Right. Okay. Because once the light is shown or things come into consciousness, you could see it now. So that's what we're witnessing is a lot of chaos and drama or whatever. And now we could see this and we could do something with it and moving forward. So I'm very optimistic. What we're witnessing now is a good thing. And I know that amazing things are going to happen down the pike. You know, you wait in five, 10, 15 years, it's going to be a completely different Oh my gosh, this is exciting. And we're just about out of time. So thank you everyone for being here. Thank you, Dr. Dolores. We'll see everybody next week on the Dr. Dolores show here on the Inspired Choices Network. Bye for now, everybody. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dr. Dolores show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.